بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين وخاتم النبيين وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين ومن تبعهم بإحسان ودعا بدعوتهم إلى يوم الدين وبعد فعن أبي قدادة رضي الله تعالى عنه أنه كان يحدث أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم مر عليه مر عليه بجنازة فقال مستريح أو مستراح منه فقالوا يا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ما المستريح ما المستريح أو المستراح منه فقال العبد المؤمن يستريح من نصب الدنيا وأذاها إلى رحمة الله تعالى ولعبد الفاجر يستريح منه العباد والبلاد والشجر والدواب أو كما قال صلى الله عليه وسلم My dear respected brothers and sisters in Islam Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Indeed our beloved Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was gifted with many unique virtues and singular features that were not given to anyone else. As he himself mentioned few of them in one hadith, he said, فُضِّلْتُ عَلَى الْأَنْبِيَاءِ بِسِتْ اُعْتِيتُ جَوَامِعَ الْكَلِمِ وَنُسِرْتُ بِالرُّعْبِ وَأُحِلَّتْ لِيَ الْغَنَائِمِ وَجُعِلَ لِيَ الْأَرْضُ مَزِيدًا وَطُهُورًا وَأُرْسِلْتُ إِلَى الْخَلْقِ كَافَةً وَفُتِمَ بِيَ النَّبِيُّونَ وَكُمَا قَالَ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ That I have been given special distinction and virtue over all of my fellow anbiya and other prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through six blessings which none of the other prophets shared. Number one, he said, أُعْتِيتُ جَوَامِعَ الْكَلِمِ I was given the ability to speak such comprehensive words of wisdom قَلِيلُ الْمَبَانِي كَثِيرُ الْمَعَانِي They are, the words are very few, but the meanings are very deep. And the shurrah of a hadith, the commentators of hadith, the scholars, they take the one statement of Rasulullah sallallahu and they derive so many beautiful pearls and gems from those words of Rasulullah sallallahu They write volumes explaining few statements of Rasulullah sallallahu so Rasulullah sallallahu mentioned this in under his khasais, the special blessings that he has been granted and no one else has. Jawami al kalim, and he says, "Wa nusirtu bi Allah subhanahu wa taala has helped me by putting fear into the hearts of my enemies. Such a fear that a person who had an ill intention, an evil intention, against Rasulullah sallallahu then one month journey away from Rasulullah sallallahu the Hayba in the fear of Rasulullah would overcome his heart. He would feel apprehension. Who is he facing? Who is he going out against? And the spoils of war have been made halal for this ummah, whereas they were haram for the previous nations. Anything that they procured in, during battle, during jihad with the mushrikeen of their times, had to be given away to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whereas the spoils of war are permissible for this ummah. And he mentions, The whole earth, it is permissible for this ummah to perform salah anywhere as a masjid. Whereas the previous nations, they could only perform salah in, in, democratic, uh, in houses which were demarcated, which were specified for ibadah, houses of worship. 
اجعلوا بيوتكم قبلة واقيموا الصلاة They only could pray inside the masjids of their times. But this ummah, we can perform salah anywhere, the whole earth. وَطَهُورَ And when we do not have water, then we can even purify ourselves from the earth, anywhere we are traveling. وَرْسِلْتُ إِلَى الْخَلْقِ كَافَ And I have been sent to the entire mankind, whereas the previous prophets were sent to limited nations, limited areas, limited geographic areas, for limited periods of time. I have been sent to the entire mankind till the day of judgment. وَخُتِمَ بِيَ النَّبِيُّونَ And I am the seal of the prophets. So one of the beautiful attributes of Rasulullah which no other prophet shares is that he was granted Jawami' al-Kadim ability to speak such words of wisdom which are very brief but contain a, a, a lot of lessons for us to benefit from. And one of such of these Jawami' al-Kadim we would like to share today inshaAllah and benefit from that Abu Qadada radiyallahu ta'ala anhu he narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu on one occasion was sitting Murra alayhi bijanazatin. Murra alayhi bijanazatin. One funeral procession passed by. And then Rasulullah sallallahu made a remark. Very brief remark. That's the whole point of Jawamir al-Kalim. means the words are brief, but the meanings are deep. He just said, Mustarihun aw mustarahun minhu. And he said, he is either relieved... Mustarih, he has gotten raha, he is relieved, O Mustarahun Minhu, or others are relieved from him. He is either relieved or others are relieved from him. So the Sahaba were very surprised by this remark of Rasulullah. And so they inquired, Ya Rasulullah, Mal Mustarihu awil Mustarahu Minhu. One is the active participle, Mustarihu, the one who gains relief. And one is a passive participle, the Islam of rule, that the one from whom relief is re- granted. What do you mean, Ya Rasulullah, the one who is relieved or others are relieved by him? What do you mean by these words? Then Rasulullah said, Al Abdul Mu'minu Yastarihu min nasabid dunya wa adhaha ila rahmatillahi ta'ala. The believing slave, the Al Abdul Mu'min, the believing slave, may Allah make us all amongst them. Say Ameen, inshaAllah. The believing slave is the one who is relieved min dunya from all the troubles of this worldly life, wa'adaha and all the harms of this worldly life. He is finally relieved of them, and he passes on to ila rahmatillah to the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa taala. So he is the mustarih, the one who is receiving relief, granted relief. On the other hand, you have al abdul fajiru. The transgressing person, the sinner, what is his condition? His condition is such, يَسْتَرِيحُ مِنْهُ الْعِبَادُ وَالْبِلَادُ وَالشَّجَرُ وَالدَّوَابُ That the transgressing person, we find that all the servants of Allah, even the land and the trees and the animals, they all are granted relief from him, that they are now free from this burden and this pain that they had been tolerating during his existence on this earthly life. Subhanallah. So there are many, many points that we can learn from this hadith. The first thing here we see is that Rasulullah as a master teacher, verily I have been sent as a teacher for mankind. He did not allow any scene to pass by, any condition without deriving some lesson and a reminder for the ummah. 
to the extent that something which is so disgusting and so horrific as the carcass and decaying, smelling, foul-smelling, decaying carcass of a donkey. That is something that you run away from. It's maita, it's haram, and it's a donkey, and it's a decaying, decomposing, foul-smelling carcass, dead body lying there. And if he passed by such a scene, he also pointed it out, and he said that this is an example of the dunya. Dunya jifa talibuha kilab. That the dunya is so is like the dead carrion, the dead meat, only the dog they would fight with each other to eat it. So Rasulullah he had that vision that he would always find ibrah in a lesson from every experience. And when this janazah is passing by, he made this comment as a lesson for all of us. Second thing we notice is that Rasulullah does lesson number one. Lesson number two is that Rasulullah did not pass any final judgment. Despite being the messenger of Allah, he did not pass a final judgment regarding this person. He said, Mustarihun aw mustarahum minhu. Either he is relieved or others are gaining relief from him. So he did not make the judgment. He did not make the call. What does that tell us? That we are not in any position to pass a judgment regarding anyone. We cannot judge between anyone. Who is the judge? There is only one judge. He is the Maliku Yawmiddin. In the Surah Fatiha that we recite is Maliki Yawmiddin. It has a kasra. That's a different reason. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. It's Sifat of Allah Majroor. So it's Maliki Yawmiddin. But otherwise we will say he is the Maliku Yawmiddin. He is the master of the day of judgment. He, so there is a Yawmuddin. There is a day of judgment. And that is not in this dunya. Al-Yawma Amal Wala Hisab. Wa Ghadan Hisab Wala Amal. Today is the time to make amal and there is no hisab, there is no uh, taking account. On the day of judgment, Allah will take account and there will be no time to make amal. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the best judge. And He is the only one who has the right to judge. That is why even when we praise someone after they pass away, and it is permissible to praise people for their good works and say that, MashaAllah, He was a good person, He did so much... But always, at the end, we have to make the disclaimer. And what is the disclaimer? لا الله أحدا. We do not have the right, and we say that above and beyond Allah's knowledge, we do not have the right to declare someone pure, and he's muzakka, and his heart is pure. What are the intentions? We do not know. نَحْكُمُ عَلَى الظَّوَاهِرِ إِلَى as Umar ibn al-Khattab mentioned in one longer story, at the end he said, we pass the rulings based on the external conditions. And what is hidden in the hearts, we leave that to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We do not know the intentions of anyone. That is beyond us. So, لا نزكي على الله أحدا. We do not declare anyone to be pure, including ourselves. In fact, starting with ourselves. أَلَمْ تَرَ إِلَى الَّذِينَ يُزَكُّونَ أَنفُسَهُمْ بَلِ اللَّهُ يُزَكِّي مَنْ يَشَاءُ do you not see the people who declare themselves to be pure? I am Uzaka, I am the purest person. Allah has says in Surah Al-Najam, he, so, he has complete knowledge about all your affairs, all your conditions, those that are apparent, those that are hidden, those that you show other people, that which is the actual reality. And he says that 
before your origin, before your conception, before you were born, he knows about you. Wait unto my jinnah. When you are a fetus in developing in the womb of your mother, he knew about you. Wait unto my jinnah. Janine is the fetus in the womb of the mother. A jinnah is a plural of janine. When you are fetuses in the mother wombs of your mothers, fi botuni umhatikum in the womb of your mother, he knew about you at that point. Don't come in front of me and praise yourself and declare yourself to be pure. He has the knowledge who has taqwa and who does not have taqwa. So we find in the seerah of Rasulullah when on different occasions people pass judgments, 100% judgment regarding someone that like in the battle that there was one mujahid on the Muslim side who was advancing against the opponents and against the foes and anyone who came in his path was being cut down and he was showing the greatest heroism and valor on that day and someone praised him and said he is the greatest champion and the greatest uh, warrior of the, of the day he should receive the prize Rasulullah said Hua finnar. he is in the fire when he looked and found him that eventually he got wounded and instead of waiting for shahada he ended up killing himself and committed suicide so we do not know. What counts is the end. And the ending is unknown. So that is why we cannot pass any judgment. Even Rasulullah did not pass a judgment here. And the, second, and the third lesson is that there are two types of people. One is the mustarih. The one Rasulullah said is receive, getting relief. Relief min nasab dunya wa adaha. From the troubles and harms of this worldly life. So this is a great bashara and a glad tiding for us and a reminder for us that all the pain in this life, all the suffering in this life that a person might be facing, whatever grief a person might be going through, this is all temporary. For a believer, he can be rejoice in the fact that inshaAllah when he returns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that will be the end of all of his pain. That will be the end of all of the difficulty. In Jannah, the believers will say, Alhamdulillahilladhi adhaba anna al-hasan. All praise and thanks to that Allah who forever, for eternity, has removed all grief from us. There is no grief anymore. He is the one who forgave us and He is so grateful. He accepted our ibadah. And at the time of death, the angels, they will come and this is the beautiful bashara and glad tidings they will give the believer. Those who say our Rabb is Allah and then they remain steadfast. The angels will come upon them at the time of their death and they will say, La takhafu wa la tahzanu. Do not have any fear regarding the future. Do not have any grief regarding what you're leaving in the past. La takhafu ala ma sayakun wa la tahzanu ala ma fat. Don't have any fear and apprehension regarding the future stages of the hereafter. Do not have any grief regarding the dunya you are leaving behind. Take the glad tidings. Take the glad tidings of Jannah. So, every, every pain for a believer is temporary. That is why if you go over the stories of the mu'minun, the mukhlisun, the salihun, the salaf, from Rasulullah to the sahaba, to the tabi'un, tabi'in, all of them in the past, and look at their condition at the time of their death, they were very, very happy. They were smiling. Uh, a poem just comes to mind in the Farsi language as it is mentioned. That should I not tell you, should I not inform you what is the sign 
of marg mu'min the death of a believer what is the sign alamat marg mu'min the sign of the death of a believer to mot ayas when the death comes upon him tabassum bar labayost then there will be a smile on his lips he will be smiling at the time of his death and this is what rasulullah sallallahu alaihi himself said al mautu tuhfatul mu'min death is the greatest gift for the believer Greatest gift for a believer. It allows the lover to meet his beloved. So the person is looking forward to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is looking forward, excited to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and finally he gets to meet him. He is striving his entire life for the hereafter and now finally he is getting his reward. He's getting the result for which he was working hard for. One very beautiful and also scary hadith at the same time, both sides. Is the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam That whoever is excited and looking forward to meet Allah This is a time for us to question ourselves I need to question my heart You should look into your heart Are you looking forward to meet Allah? Rasulullah sallallahu Whoever is looking forward to meet Allah then Allah is also looking forward to meet that slave. What could be beautiful, more beautiful than that? You are looking forward to meet Allah. If that is the case, subhanAllah, say alhamdulillah, then Allah is also looking forward to meet you. But na'udhu billah, na'udhu billah, na'udhu billah, whoever man kariha liqa Allahi, kariha Allahu liqa'ahu. Whoever is displeased, is afraid, and does not want to meet Allah, then Allah also does not want to meet that one. Allah doesn't want to meet that slave either. So the believer is the one looking forward to meet Allah and that is why at the time of death they were very happy. Rasulullah was very happy at the time of his death. Yes, there was sakarat. There was the pain of the death. Inna lil mawti sakarat. Verily death has pangs, he said. But afterward at the end he said, Allahumma ar-rafiq al-a'la. Oh Allah, I choose the companionship of my dear friend Allah, the most high companion. Ar-rafiq al-a'la. Those were his last words as he passed away. And the sahaba were the same condition. Bilal ibn Rabah radiallahu ta'ala anhu The Mu'adhin al-Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam When he was on his deathbed His wife was sitting next to him And she loved him dearly Devoted wife And out of the grief to see her husband in his final moments She said Wa karbah, wa karbah How great a grief, how great a misery So then he turned and he replied No, no, no Wa tarbah, wa tarbah How enjoyment, how great happiness Tomorrow I will meet my friends Muhammad and his companion So he was looking forward Because he was missing Rasulullah He said tomorrow now I will I will meet my beloved ones Muhammad and his companions He was very excited So this is the condition that our life should be That when we are leaving this world We are mustarih we are gaining relief from the troubles of this world and gaining ila rahmatillah, gaining the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As in the poem Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu, Mansoom ila Ali radiallahu anhu, he mentioned that when you came into this world, you were crying and all the people around you were laughing at the birth of a, of, of a child. It's a boy or it's a girl and everyone was very happy and laughing and smiling, but you were crying. Make sure you lead your life Make sure you lead your life in such a manner that when you die, everyone around you is crying and you are laughing, you are smiling.
It should not be the reverse. That you are crying and everyone is, is happy. And everyone is happy that he's gone. This is mentioned in the Quran, Surah Al-Dukhan. فَمَا بَكَتْ عَلَيْهِمُ السَّمَاءُ وَالْأَرْضُ When Fir'aun died, neither the heavens nor the earth shed a tear. Nary a tear were shed, right? فَمَا بَكَتْ عَلَيْهِمُ السَّمَاءُ وَالْأَرْضُ Neither the heavens nor the earth shed a tear. Everyone was relieved. This is the time is up and we have to come to the second one. مُسْتَرَاحٌ مِّنْهُ The one that everyone is relieved of. That's Fir'aun right there. He is the best example. Or any of the enemies of Allah. May Allah protect us from being amongst them. That everyone is relieved. Everyone is happy. That this burden, we are relieved of this burden. This burden is now gone. Thank God he's died. It's مُسْتَرَاحٌ مِّنْهُ he is not going to gain any comfort. He is going to have adab upon adab. And difficulty upon difficulty. His muhla and his time, his rukhsa that was given by Allah is now come to an end. And the punishment will begin for him. The respite Allah had given him. Allah had given him chance upon chance. Now Allah Ta'ala has caught him. And Allah Ta'ala will uh, fully punish this person. So he is in trouble, but everyone else is happy. And what is noteworthy is, يَسْتَرِيحُ مِنْهُ الْعِبَادُ وَالْبِلَادُ وَالشَّجْرُ وَالدَّوَابُ The slaves of Allah are happy. Ibad and Bilad, the, the land, the countries, the cities. Even shajaru wad-dawab, the trees and the animals. Allahu Akbar. The trees and the animals are happy. Why are the trees and animals happy? This tells us something that a sinning person, a fasiq person, a kafir person, a disbelieving person, he has such an evil effect that even the shajaru wa dawab, trees and animals, they are affected by this evil person. How are they affected? One very obvious effect is the mercy of Allah Ta'ala is taken away. In the, for example, what do trees need? What do animals need? First thing comes in our mind, water, rain. So, there are droughts that come because of the sins of ibad, the sins of these sinners. These fusaq and fujar, these kuffar, their evil actions are such that different adab of Allah is coming upon the creation. Even the animals are suffering, the trees are suffering. Animal kingdom, plant kingdom, they are suffering. So when this enemy of Allah is gone, the animals are rejoicing, the plants are rejoicing. Because the mercy of Allah will return, the rains will come. We do not want to be such an evil person. We want to be, inshaAllah, the mustarih, the one who dies, he is gaining comfort, he returns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he is happy at the time of death. To ensure that during our life, we have to worship Allah, obey Allah, fulfill the commandments of Allah, follow the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa be loyal to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and inshaAllah, we can hope to be among those who die in a happy condition. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give all of us, grant all of us khatima bil khair. Wa akhir da'wana, alhamdulillah,